welcome everybody to another episode of Four Layer Takes. Today we will be reviewing episode four of Insecure. What was this one called? Low key. Low key yep. losing it. Low key losing it. That's what it was called. <laughs> and like what Kim is doing right now, low key losing it. So I'm your girl Kim. <laughs> I'm your girl Mel. It's me, me, me. It's your boy Marcus, aka employed. Luckily. Praise yeah. him. Praise, praise him. Yes, yeah, so we have episode four, Low Key Losing It. And I was like, should this be called Losing Them, Losing Our Friendships? Is that what it should be called? Low Key Losing Our Friendships? Right. So, full disclosure, I missed like the first five to ten minutes of the five, six minutes of the episode. Was she oh, reading that? Let's say it at the same thing when he died. You know, Mel gives a thorough overview, so you'll, you'll get yeah. done. And you really didn't miss that. It, it, this was not, not a lot happened. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like this episode at all. I thought it was completely filler, like almost unnecessary. <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, it was a myth. It was like, hmm, ah, okay, ah. but it had potential not to be. I feel like, I feel like we would have spent more time with the friend group. I feel like I needed more time with them. I'm missing them. I, I think we at least got the um. When they showed the the preview for uh, how the end of the season is going to be and how Issa was like, I don't miss with Molly anymore. I think we got essentially why in this episode. Like they were, it was tension, but it was tension there. But for her just to be like, nah, I ain't helping you with with the block party when your whole uh, headliner fell through. It's like, oh, so I think at least we got that. Um, unless something much worse happens, I feel like that. And that's back to personally. That was bad enough for uh, to get the conclusion that um, I think is coming where she's like, I just don't mess with Molly anymore. That, that would make me stop fucking with somebody. I'll definitely say that. Like, hey, I need you. But I guess I'm going to pose a question at the end, um, you know, to after we kind of get through. I, I do have a question about who was really in the wrong or, or who, what side do we each lie, lie on. At the end, I was on a different side than what I thought I would be on. All right, so let's get going. So we start off the episode with um, Issa still prepping for the block party. She's really excited. Everybody's still excited about it. And she gets a knock on the door and come to find out it's the tenants and the water has been shut off. And it's because of something that she forgot to do. Um, So they're all, you know, irritated, like what, you know, you should have taken care of this, you know, let's get it together, Issa. So you see kind of the old Issa D still prepping up. She's so focused on block party. She's also not taking care of her responsibilities at the apartment complex as the manager. Then you cut to the scene um, where we see Molly and Andrew kind of trying to work it out. I think throughout the entire show, they've been, they're going to try to work it out. Uh, Unfortunately, because Molly's a lawyer, a corporate lawyer at that, she, her hours are really long. She's very dedicated to her job as we've seen in the past. And she kind of puts Andrew and the relationship on the back burner. So that kind of keeps coming up. He tries to make effort to come see her at her, at her apartment so they can have some sexy, cute, lovely time with Asian Bay. She basically just puts him off to get work done and he falls asleep. So they still try to make it work. Um, but she is, she is trying, I feel. Then we cut back to Issa at the apartment and she's been texting and calling Condola, but Condola like is just kind of gone MIA. So we don't, we don't ever kind of find out what's going on. She's not calling Issa back. She's not answering her text messages. And as we all know, you can always answer a text message. Even if you don't answer a voicemail, you should answer a text from yeah. somebody that, especially that you're working with. It had been like a week since she had like texted her, right? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, by this point, you know, um, 
you know, you got to get print materials ready to go. You know, you got to get proofs ready to be ready for the block party. Like, this is her job. Like, she knows that these things have to be taken care of. So that kind of irritated me that she had not been communicating back with, uh, with Issa. She isn't as professional as we may have thought she was. I feel like kind of what Kiki been saying, kind of what um, other people in the show have been saying, like maybe that personal professional life are really starting to clash, you know, or, or do that tug of war with her. This is, this is the revenge of the Instagram story. What I realized, why is it, why she throwing a block party in January? Well, I mean, it's LA, so it's different there. Like, it's, no matter what. Yeah, I'm like, it's fine. It's always beautiful. <laughs> and it's probably best to have it in J- January because LA, 80 degrees in LA feels very different than 80 degrees in Georgia. Yes, Lord, it sure does. <laughs> and, and where Inglewood is, like, you, because you're kind of more inland, it's not as cool. Like, so 80 degrees where I used to live in Long Beach is nice because you get the breeze off of the ocean. So it's kind of always nice and kind of almost like chilly sometimes, but where Inglewood is, you don't get that kind of nice breeze. But the but it's beautiful in January there. First time I went to LA, I went in May once. It was like mm-hmm. the middle to the end of May, and I was freezing my ass off. Mm-hmm. I had to have, buy a jacket and a sweatshirt and everything. It's just normally about an average of seventy. I guess I've only been to uh, San Francisco and Oakland. And it was cool because it's know, very cold. Hey. Yeah, yeah, it's cold. Okay. Northern California is colder. Yeah, I feel like Southern California has that ocean breeze, mm-hmm. and then if you're in the valley, it's just hot. So I think Ugh. January is just a good time. Guys, yeah. don't go to inland. Don't go to inland empire in the summer. It's going to be hot. It's, <laughs> we're literally. It's, it is hot. Don't go there. It's not. Gonna be, <laughs> not but I mean, it never rains in Southern California. It's kind of a song for reason. If you were a real 80s baby, you would know this shit. Anyway. <laughs> Get, it together, millennials. Get it together, millennials. So we cut back to still the struggle bus is real. Molly and Andrew still trying to, you know, hang out. Uh, Molly is unfortunately at work again. Kind of, And I like that she was kind of connecting with her other, um, her other co-workers, the other lawyers um, on her team. And she canceled the date with Andrew via text message, which is something that I get really irritated when people do that with, to me. I'm like, if you're going to cancel plans with me that are major that, you know, we have planned, like pick up the phone and call me. Don't just text. So you see her still putting work before her relationship with, with Andrew. And Andrew is a flexible, kind person. But I feel like it's just so much you, that a person can be flexible, you know? Yeah. And I think we see his, we see his breaking point later in this episode. Yeah. I, I just still don't think he likes her like that. I just, I don't get the chemistry. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Molly's into him. I don't know why he's into her. I don't get the, I don't get their chemistry. I still don't feel like he really likes her. I felt like he liked her when he was hitting it from behind talking about that cake. Hey, I mean, he might like that. From behind, no. <laughs> I kind of feel like they haven't... Um, I mean, I get the storyline the show is trying to give us, but I, I almost feel like they hadn't established enough with me that she has routinely, like, canceled on him and put him aside for work. I hadn't really felt that. I mean, we, you know, we saw the text Sunday, but I just, I hadn't necessarily felt that because I feel like he, he curved her one time before. I feel like they curved each other. <laughs> it was like, okay. So we're going to see what happens. Good luck to them. Then we see, we are introduced to baby Simone, who has made her a beautiful arrival. Um, and the crew goes over to help uh, Derek and Tiff, which I really like that. Like they were all over there kind of helping out and spending time. 
Uh, the only thing that I did hashtag is why I don't think that you're supposed to be drinking rosé and pumping at the same time, Tiff, but whatever, whatever. That was kind of bizarre. So you mm -hmm. see uh, the beginning of Molly and Issa kind of bringing the friend group into it, into their drama, because they both asked, like, um, Issa sat down and kind of asked Kelly, you know, was, did Molly say something to you? Was she acting kind of funny to you? And then you see Molly asking Tiff kind of the same thing. So we see Issa and Lawrence go outside and they're, you know, talking, chopping it up, making fun of like, who does the baby look like? And they both say, you know, the baby looks like Kelly, which I totally 100% agree. Um, they may look like Kelly and Derek to me. So I don't know. And then um, in the myth, kind of, they're kind of, you know, laughing and joking. And Issa gets a text um, on letting her know, or a, a call, letting her know that schoolboy Q has dropped out as her headliner for the block party, which is very stressful. I've had that happen before. Um, so she's like, I got to get out of here. I got to handle some business. And Lawrence is kind of like, oh, I, I can I talk to you about something. And so he kind of says, you know, don't worry about it, handle your business and we'll talk about it later. So I think we all know what that conversation is probably going to be a Cadola a Cadola based conversation, um, in the future. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to stop you right there. What did y'all think about that? Um, that voicemail or text message that she got from Nathan before she went into the house? Garbage. I really wish Nathan would just go away. You know what? But I feel like at this point, she needs to articulate to Molly and Andrew, like, please, I don't have a relationship with this guy. I'm not interested in him. Can you please stop sharing my info with him? Like, just stop. Because it doesn't make sense for him to, to kind of keep popping back up left and right. Don't nobody want to be with you. We don't want you. Well, she needs to keep him as a, as a fuck buddy because he is still fine. That's what I'll do. Come on. And Nathan is the one who in helped inspire the block party. So I think he may be a bugaboo in some aspects, but I think that because he inspired Issa to even realize, hey, I can step out from we got y'all and I can actually do something on my own. I don't mind him leaving the voicemail, especially the part where you don't, you don't have to call me back, giving her, giving her permission. Like, don't call me back. It's fine. I just wanted to say this. It's it's all good. <laughs> oh, and then also wanted to highlight when Derek made that statement about some teenage boy finger fucking his daughter one day. Like, I truly understood his fear. As a man, I don't know. Like, I, the reason why I pre would prefer a son is so I only have to worry about one dick. But I know when you have a daughter, you potentially have to worry about every dick in the world. So that that yeah, because you know y'all trash. That's why. Yeah. Maybe y'all should stop finger fucking people. How about that? Maybe y'all should stop being trash all the way around. How about that? that that's 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 true. That's true. I've done some women. I've done some women better today, and I know that karma's gonna come back to me. Dying. Yes. Stop being. Hey, men in the world, stop being trash so that you're that you won't feel bad when you have a daughter. Like stop being. <laughs> stop being shit. Stop being shitheads. You know. You, I don't. You can't just start. Thinking about not being trash when you personally have a daughter, somebody affected by your trashness, you should just stop being trash in general and everybody's daughter would be safe. I mean, we all learn at different rates at different times for different reasons. Uh. So well, Marcus, <laughs> when you have a son, teach your son not to be trash. Absolutely. And if you have a daughter, teach her how to spot the trash so it can quickly <laughs> be removed. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> I like it. The, and the, I guess the last thing I wanted to highlight, um, Tiffany made the comment about um, the uh, pain and the blood clots that she had post-labor. 
And I just really wanted to highlight how the just hospitals and the medical medical system in general just continue to fail black women and minorities in general. And that like she might have died had Derek not spoken up for her. Just so just highlighting that situation. Yeah. Yes. Cause yeah. uh what's her name? Judge? She has a television show. Maybelline? Huh? No, no, no. He's in Atlanta. <laughs> um, I have to look it up. But anyway, her daughter in law died giving childbirth. Uh she was a very intelligent um young lady. She was I mean, I think she was in her early thirties or so. She was in great shape and they hospital did not listen to her and she died after having given birth to i think it was um a son but um they're doing like a whole campaign around it judge hatchet that's right judge hatchet yeah real talk we need to be we have to have advocates with us um and be advocates especially black women and mexican women uh, women of color period um because we get the worst health care period uh, just hands down so i definitely agree i definitely agree thanks for calling that out um so I've had that same thing happen, having major surgery and the doctors, nurses, no one listened to, to me when I was basically in tears holding onto the side of a hospital bed because they had been giving me fluids all day and nobody changed the catheter. That really is like real talk shit that could kill you. Like you have to, we definitely need to make sure that we speak up for our women um, when they go into the hospital and like, so we kind of, uh, we get, Issa gets out. And she's, you know, trying to handle business. She has to replace Schoolboy Q um, because that is the headliner for the block party. And, you know, kind of what's kind of messed up is that she's already printed her posters out as well. Or they, the posters went to print as well. So she's calling, going through her Rolodex, trying to figure out, you know, in those contacts, like, who do I know? So she's calling everybody, which is hilarious because clearly she hadn't talked to these people in so long. Then she goes on Instagram, goes to DM, types out to DM Beyonce talking about hey girl i'm dying my last that wish was funny. <laughs> hey girl I, I screamed that was that was some of the funniest shit i ever um, did that was hilarious yeah. hey you gotta shoot your shot you gotta shoot your shot all she can do is stay now <laughs> now what she should have done uh was gotten uh which one call his baby that's your end you gotta use the children and that's messed up but i'm just telling you use the children be like <laughs> My baby here has been diagnosed with a rare blood bone disease. Hey, girl, help. And that's what you do. You can't do it yourself. Yeah, that was kind of odd. I'm like, why are you, you sitting there typing it for yourself? You need to get the Make-A-Wish people to help you out. They have, they have. <laughs> yeah, so she, you know, really doesn't have any luck. And so she's like, oh, man, I got to figure something out. Um, then we cut to Molly and Andrew. They're out at dinner, you know, having a cute, sexy dinner, looking beautiful. And basically, Andrew has to confront her like, you know, you keep putting us on the back burner. You keep putting our relationship on the back burner. When are you going to make time for me in your life? Like, am I going to get time in the space? So mm-hmm. she, Molly really kind of has to um, kind of think through that. And I, I felt that because I do that a lot of times to people where I am, you know, you, you get busy, you're in your own, you know, world, you're working, you're just trying to make it happen. And I don't a lot of times give, you know, t- priority to people I'm in relationships with, which is not a good thing, but it's good that he called it out. And she seemed to kind of be open to understanding that. But I'm like, okay, Molly, you're growing a little bit. All right, I see you. 
which made me happy. Um, so then you see Issa uh, find a replacement. So she's kind of looking through. She finds an artist that's rep by Live Nation, and Andrew just so happens to work for Live Nation. So she um, is basically like, let me call and see if my girl Molly can help me out. She calls Molly at work. And Molly like picks up the phone, like, oh my gosh, my girl calling me. She, you know, let's talk, let's chop it up. You know, I haven't connected with you. And East was about basically, I need you to help me out of something, like a, a, a problem. She didn't ask, you know, how you doing? You know, it was it was just about Molly helping Issa. So it left a bad taste in Molly's mouth. Um, and she said that, you know, don't worry, I, you know, I'll see what I can do, basically. But she was not feeling the conversation at all, nor was I. Well, mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling Molly in the conversation because Issa called and said, I need to talk. I need to talk to you. It wasn't like I'm calling. She's like, I need to talk. So as soon as Issa said, I need to talk, then Molly was like, well, girl, let me tell you all this. Wait, I need to talk. That's why I'm calling. Well, my, I, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Why would she not ask Nathan for this favor? Nathan don't know nobody, but he, she don't want to talk to him. Nathan knows Andrew. Nathan can ask Andrew instead of Molly asking her. But she, she don't want to call him. Yeah. yeah. Although, again, she should just keep him for a foot, buddy, because Nathan is fine. I don't know what the problem is. Mimi, stop being so toxic. Stop being so toxic. Man, I I don't see the problem. But um, I feel like... He's somebody's son. (laughs) Uh, I feel like... uh, I guess Molly was in her feelings because it's like Issa canceled on her a couple of times when they were like, we supposed to talk. She canceled on her Thanksgiving. She canceled on her, I thought, one other time. But now she got time for her when she needed her help to go talk to Andrew. Yeah, and y'all know, yeah. like, Molly is extra, extra. This is why they should have just talked it out at the grocery store. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So they were at the grocery store. You should have talked it out. You didn't talk it out at Thanksgiving. You were at your friend's house. You all could have talked it out as a friend group. You all could have gone outside. Like, there's been a, a week or two between Thanksgiving and this sip and see or whatever they were having. Um, still no conversation. So like, now when she calls you, you and your feelings, like, girl, yeah. And, and I think even going back for an episode, that scene where they were trying to take that parking spot and determine who was parking that, who was going to get the parking spot, that miscommunication that kind of symbolizes that whole entire relationship right now. Right. They just should have had it out in the parking lot in the grocery store. Um, they need to a, that yeah, they're they're off right now, and I mean. <laughs> That happens off and on in a lot of relationships. And sometimes you come back from it and sometimes you don't for a while at least. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's the reality. People grow out of people sometimes, but yeah. But how often is it that you know you need to have a conversation? Both of you know there's an issue. Both of you know you need to talk. Neither one of you is willing when there's been ample opportunity to have the conversation. I think because you have two people who are very immature, so they're they're acting their maturity levels instead of just sitting down being like, no, you know what? Hey, matter of fact, Issa, I'm gonna call you back in 30 minutes. Let me go to my walk to my car so we can have this conversation now. You know, if you feel in some kind of way like that, that would have been the mature thing. But they just they're acting their maturity levels. They over 30 and still immature. Most most people are though. Most people are. Shit, most people be in their fifties and very immature. Well, maybe I mean the show is called Insecure, so yeah. maybe this is their insecurity of like losing the friendship, or knowing the friendship is changing, but not wanting to, you know, reconcile or come to terms with we're different now. 
Yeah. And knowing that the other person isn't really accepting of who you are or who you think you're becoming. So after that, we get uh, Molly kind of pops up at Andrew's house, you know, trying to make amends and, you know, and she apologizes for not making him priority and says, you know what, I, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you a priority. I'm going to make us a priority. He's basically, and I didn't know that we're moving that fast. He's basically like, we out of the honeymoon phase. We like, we in the, you know, the real people booed up phase. So um, you know, we have to work on this together. So I like that. I like that she did apologize, like that she was humble and that she, you know, again, did make the, make it a point to make them a priority in her life and um, not just put them on a back burner. And while she's, um, it seems like while she's over there, Issa calls and it's like, um, you know, hey, just want to check. Did you talk to Andrew about, you know, I'm trying to figure this out. And Molly basically tells her she doesn't think that she feels comfortable asking Andrew for the favor. And Issa is just like, oh, for real, for real? And, you know, you just kind of see the hurt on her face. Molly just tells her, you know, I want to keep this, these parts of my life separate. You know, I don't want to mix business with pleasure or business with friendships, which, you know, is what it is. But um, it just, it was just messed up the way you see Issa's face kind of, you know, kind of crumble. Um, after that, Issa goes, try to take a sa- shower. She's just like, oh, I'm over today. It's been, I'm over Molly. I'm over everything. I'm just kind of, you just see that she's sad. She goes to get in the shower and the water is still messed up and it like comes out brown because she still has not fixed what she needed to fix. That to me, the whole water thing, just throughout the entire thing, you are not fixing and, and being mature and doing what you have to do. So, I just want to say the um, scene where um, she's talking to the mirror and, um, the reflection was like, yeah, my my life is just as bad as yours, but it's worse. Like that just it cracked me up, and I thought they she may mention um I thought they might have like uh, referenced us or something. They didn't, but that was the first thing I thought about when she was like, yeah, my life is yours, but it's worse. I'm like, oh, it's like us. Okay, I hear you, Jordan. I just feel like it's worse because she's trapped in the mirror. She's like, my life is worse because I'm trapped in the mirror. Like, I can't go anywhere. And I have to listen to you. It's worse. <laughs> is she mean, though? The mirror Issa is mean. No. So, mirror Issa so, yeah. be giving her that reality check, though, sometimes. Mirror Issa, yeah. Uh, yeah. she needs it sometimes. So. Now, I don't mean to backtrack, but who do y'all side with in that situation, Molly or Issa? Which which situation? Which one? There the, were a couple. The, 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 the situation at the end of the episode where to ask Andrew or not. I think Molly is on one. I like. I mean, Issa Issa is being like self absorbed right now because of her whole uh, block party and all that. And Molly just seems exceptionally needy right now. Your friend's whole entire endeavor right now is about to fall apart, and you could potentially assist. Like, you can be mad with her later, to me, but you see her whole shit is about to fall apart because she lost her headline of like, I, I think I would have helped her with that and then been like, okay, I don't fuck with you later. That's I think the issue with Molly, I don't think, Molly doesn't believe in the block party. She, she hasn't believed in what Issa was doing from the beginning. And I think she's just using that as an excuse to be petty because... The first thing when she called, she was like, oh, you didn't have a contract with school boy Q? And she was like, yeah, I had a contract. And she was like, so then what's the issue? Then you shouldn't have an issue. Well, clearly there's an issue because he's not doing it. I need some support. And Molly's pretty much like, well, I know you're going to fuck it up anyway. So because you're going to fuck it up, 
I'm really not going to help you, which is what Issa was saying to Kelly, that she feels like Molly has this point of view of her and it's just not going to change. No matter what, it's not going to change. So I think Molly proved Issa to be right throughout the rest of the episode. And I think at the end, Issa was hurt because I think it was a slap in the face that, oh, Molly really does think I'm a fuck up and I'm going to mess this up. And so she would not, she doesn't want to jeopardize this new relationship that she has because she thinks I'm a fuck up. A relationship that seems shaky already. I'm just like, man, I, you know. So, I mean, they seem you know, off at times. And I'm like, you, you're going to throw away something that, I know it may not seem important to you, but that's kind of, in many ways, what friendships are about. I mean, your friend, you know, needs support sometimes, even in stuff that you're like, really? And all it took was like a phone call. She wasn't asking her to front her no money. She wasn't asking her to, all she was asking was like, hey, you know, can you just speak to Andrew real quick? My entire headliner fell through. I don't know. I kind of saw it as like Molly and Andrew's relationship isn't the best right now. And she can't ask that. All he, all he can say is no, no. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. No, I mean, he can say no, and he can up with her. He can say no, and he can break up with her. But why would you break up with her? Because I don't he's, understand why. Because he's, he's already not getting your time and you're asking his favor of him. So we kind of feel like he's being used. I think she could ask him, just not at that time. Like, yeah, exactly. Him, she, she probably should have asked, you know, the next day or told Issa, you know what, Andrew and I, we're having a little challenge right now. I'll ask him, you know, tomorrow once things have settled down. Or you could even say, yo, Andrew, I know you are not having a challenge right now, but my friend will need you. Do you think you can help? All he can say is no. Or she just could have phrased it to him like, look, um, I'm not really feeling Issa's whole block party thing, but her main headliner fell through. Is there anything you can do to help? If not, I totally understand. We, we ain't got to get into this. Boom, bam, clean, over with. Damn. But we can't have this because then the show wouldn't be entertaining. So, okay. <laughs> no, it could still be entertaining. Then we get to see Andrew at work. Andrew, Andrew may not even have no clout. We might find out that Andrew is just a ticket holder for Live Nation. We don't know. <laughs> Damn, don't Andrew, Andrew is the Tommy. I'm of, dying. Uh, yeah, he the Tommy of, uh, what is it, Live Nation. He ain't got no job for real. We Have we actually seen him walk into the Live Nation building? I we think saw him not. walk out. We don't we know. He could yep. be a custodian yep. there. We don't know. That's the That's point. That's a whole other storyline. That's a whole other storyline we could be exploring right now that, that, you know, we ain't even going to. I side with Molly. Because I was, I would have done the same thing. I'm like, okay, so where are the contracts? What happened? Why isn't Schoolboy Q, you know, honoring the contract that you haven't even come to your next payment? I'm like, what is? Let's get down to the nitty gritty. What's going on? What once Issa started telling me she don't know and she haven't followed up and she don't know about this and that. I'm like, okay, you doing the same old shit you've been doing. So why am I now gonna put my my neck on the line? My new boo, my new Asian boo neck on the line for you, and you're not taking care of the business that you already started. So, no, I wouldn't have helped her. I, I would have been like, can't, I, I, I did the same thing. I wouldn't have done it because she can't answer basic-ass questions about a, a contract you already have with a major artist. So once, once I realized that, I'm like, we sit back in the same situation. So why am I, why, why, why are we going to go in circles when you've already proven you can't even get the, keep the water on at the building that you're a manager at? So, no, but we're not, going, we're not doing that, no. I think Issa could have answered the questions about the contract, but at that point, it didn't even matter. Like, 
this is a non-issue now. So I just need your help. And I was well, gonna I say, or if uh, Andrew had helped or whatever, if he had a, if he had actually agreed to help and they started going through that process, if I'm Molly then and I'm an attorney, that's when I'm going to turn into business Molly and be like, let me look at your paperwork, what you can that's actually provide, yeah, what you can't. Yeah. And if if he's still coming up short at that point to save my relationship with Andrew, then then I would sever ties with Issa like Issa. This shit ain't together. I'm not going in with you and Andrew on this and you messing up um me and Andrew's thing until you get your stuff together. Now had now had Issa come to me saying, Molly, I need your help from a professional standpoint. I, you're in a lawyer, your lawyer, can you please look over this paperwork? Schoolboy Q has dropped out. I need you to help me. Can you, with your background, look over these contracts? That what I would have done. Because I feel like that's the first step when you have to fix a problem. She's not fixing the core problem. So no, I, no, I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't bring Andrew into this foolishness. Not, not at all. But Molly was already on one when Issa called. Issa called and said, yeah. I can't talk to you. And yeah. Molly was in about whatever she was going through. And then when Issa was like, hey, wait, no, hold on. I need to talk. So Molly was already on one. No matter what Issa would have said or done, I think Molly would have been like, whatever, girl. She already thinks this block party is trash. Yeah. She's going to the block party like how we going to the block party. What she chose going to happen here? That's yeah. how she's going to the block party. I'm excited to go to the block party, though. No, I'm yeah. excited, but I know that it's going to be some shenanigans and foolery. If, if the brown water is indicative of how the block party will be run, it's going to be hilarious. It's, it's going to be um, ham, no burger. It's going to be, ain't, ain't, no, ain't no cheese for the tacos. It's, it's just going to be basic stuff. You're like, man, how y'all miss that? How, how y'all overlook that? No DJ for the DJ booth. Like, like dang, you know, this is the, the, the details, the details. And Condola is in my aid, and she should be helping with the details. To me, Condola is on one because I don't let no um, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't let no man mess with my coins. I don't care who it is. Like that's that's a totally. I can separate all of that. I can partition all of that off. Man, money. She messing up. Like, I don't know what she on. She in her feelings. And it's weird because she seems really cold. I don't know. So for her to be in, if that's the reason she's been missing, if that's the reason, I mean, they haven't said, but if she's missing because of like some Lawrence Issa stuff, I'm like, girl, no, this is money. I think she's, I think Condola told Lawrence, like, uh, you and your, your, you and your little friendship, um, is going to have to end with, with your girl. I think that she's giving him an ultimatum. Mm, I don't think Lawrence and Condola together anymore. I just didn't feel like Condola cared that much <laughs> to undo. I don't know. She just didn't seem like she cared that much to me. I almost seemed like episode before last, she was more interested in a friendship with Easton than she was in a relationship with Lawrence. Like Lawrence just was like, oh, like afterthought in a, in a sense to me. That's how it felt to me. Oh, and then uh, speaking of Lawrence, so I went back and watched the first few episodes of season one. I, I, you all were right. It was more than Lawrence was unemployed for more than one year. You all were right about that. And two, I just uh, looking back at it, that man was a fucking bum. <laughs> we was trying to tell y'all. Nah, mm. He was a bum, man. And like he, like really not doing anything. And but I'm still Team Lawrence. And if East, I, I, st- I stand by it. If Issa really felt that way, 
She shouldn't have cheated on him. She could have just left. The thing I really liked about season one was how, to me, and season one seemed like eons ago, it flipped that narrative because you often hear, you all the time hear dudes be like, um, you know, a man can make a mistake. That's a good man. That's a good man. You know, he, he, he can make one mistake. You don't not do that and take that man back. That other chick didn't mean nothing. Y'all should quit being like that. Blah, 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 blah. And then when it got flipped, all you heard was dudes like, man, she trash. And I'm Lawrence needs to go. And I'm team Lawrence. And Issa is trash. Da, da. I'm just like, what? Like, wait a minute. Issa is a good shit. She was working with that man for three, four years. That Daniel didn't mean nothing to her. Like, she made a mistake. What, what happened? What happened to that logic? I don't know. I'm confused. Nah, nah. I, I mean, I wasn't saying all that, but... You're not confused. That's those trash men that Marcus trying not to raise a child to be. <laughs> You're not confused. Just saying. Just saying. Continue on, Mel. Well, that was the end of the episode pretty much, though. That was it. We're going to see what happened. We're going to see where our little friend Condola went to. I think she, I, I don't know. Maybe she broke up with Lawrence. I don't know. We're going to see. Maybe she did. I think she was like, nah, dude, you're going to either, it's going to be me or her, but you got to stop all these shenanigans with, this, with your little friend, babe. But I mean, sh- is everybody on the show insecure? I'm like, condole, you insecure too? Because if that was the case, like, again, I don't mess with my money. Like, this is a resume. My name is attached to this event. I'm, I'm going to be like, either I'm going to help it go all the way through successfully, keep those things separate, or I'm just going to be like, look, East, East, like, I, I, I can't deal with this right now, and I'm just going to step away. I, I wouldn't just ghost, yeah. ghost her on a professional event. Like, I wouldn't yeah. ghost her on that. Yeah. yeah, that's not right what she's doing. That's, that's not, you shouldn't, she shouldn't do that. We're going to see, but I know one thing I'd be getting, uh, getting my lawyers on their contract. I'm like, hold on, schoolboy Q, get your, get your little hat. You better come on here and rap on this stage and call it a day. <laughs> All right, because to Molly's point, if you had a contract, an actual signed contract, nobody's yeah. just going to disappear on that because there would be ramifications. <laughs> What's up with the contract? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, did you miss some payments, perhaps? But she said she didn't miss the payments. The payments was coming up. I don't know. There's Flint water east over there. We'll see. Yeah, get that water fixed, dude. Yeah, we're going to wrap up episode four of Insecure. I hope you all enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoy recording it for you. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> we out. Bye. Deuces. Bye.